Hi everyone, welcome to Chrislamic Talks. Are you interested in Christianity or Islam? If so, you're on the right channel. My show will cover in-depth topics using opinions, scholars, arguments, and, more importantly, the books to get a full idea of both religions. Hi everyone and welcome back to Chrislamic Talks. Uh, first things first, you might hear a little noise. I have a heater on in the background uh, because it is cold where I'm at. Uh, second, it's been a couple of months since I've posted. This is the first time in 2022, so we're in a new year. Uh, and the reason why it's the first time is uh, December I was working on a class, so I didn't have much time to do anything else. And uh, the November-December area, uh, those months, we had some deaths, we had uh, some other stuff happen, so uh, it's it's been a little hectic, you know, but hopefully I can get back to doing these on a semi-regular schedule. But anyway, uh, moving on to the actual episode. Today's episode will be on the hypocrisy of progressivism. Now, that's a big word, but progressivism typically is related to a political philosophy in support of social reform based on the idea of progress in which advancements in science, technology, economic development, and social organization are vital uh, to supporting people, you know, to having change and uh, sort of combating the different, uh, like, corporations and uh, corruption of American politics. This is mostly focused on uh, American politics. Now, progressivism is worldwide, but uh, I live in the U.S., USA, so uh, most of my stuff will be centered around the United States. Uh, That being said, progressivism is, uh, it's not just one collective uh, idea, There's multiple ideas within progressivism, Uh, just as some progressives believe that prostitution should be legalized, others believe that prostitution should be banned. Um, So it depends on which spectrum of progressivism you're on and the ideas that you hold behind trying to progress or advance um, society, civilization. Uh, I believe it was C.S. Lewis, though, who mentioned that there's a point of progress where you get you, you progress so far, though, that you eventually start to digress. You start to go backwards. Um, and I guess one can say that we're seeing that today. But I bring up progressivism and the hypocrisy of it because uh, there is a Twitter, a Twitter post that I a tweet I guess, as uh, that I saw. And someone mentioned that they had an opinion and that other people couldn't invalidate their opinion uh, simply because uh, they wanted to. And I thought about that, and the person who said it was Muslim, right? 
And I'm like, okay, like, you know, let me think about this for a moment. And then I realized, you know, an opinion can be valid and an opinion can be invalid. People like to say, oh, you know, it's just an opinion, right? Uh, I mean, people, you know, this is what I think. I'm entitled to my opinion. Uh, the problem is that while you can hold an opinion and express your opinion, you can, you have the right to believe what you think is right. It doesn't mean that what you think is right is actually right. You know, if you think that we think it, therefore it must be true, <clears throat> but you have no facts or data to support your opinion, then your opinion, in fact, might be based on biases and emotions, personal history, uh, your own values, traditions, beliefs, whatever, and they can actually be entirely unsupported by any actual proof or evidence or any of that. So an opinion can, in fact, be invalid. In fact, an opinion is not equally valuable. Not all opinions are equally valuable. If someone tells you that COVID does not exist, then their their opinion would in fact be lesser, if you will. It would be invalid because the facts, the, the data, the evidence all points to COVID being a real thing. And <clears throat> I, I mentioned this though, because, you know, the guy who said it wasn't in fact Muslim and he was upset because someone was saying that basically his views were wrong. And so he's, well, you know, it's my opinion. I'm entitled to it and you can't invalidate my opinion. And can we say the same thing about, uh, say, a Nazi or a member of the KKK? Uh, can we say that their opinions are equally valid because they think that they are right? And of course not. We can't, we can't claim that you know, the Nazi party is, if they think that they are good, that we have to say, well, their opinion that they're good is actually equally valid. And that's a valid point that they're, that they're you know, that they are that, they're great upstanding people. The fact is, though, is that uh, Nazis were not great upstanding people. And <clears throat> that's not to say, of course, that we should just demonize all people who claim to be part of the Nazi party. For in fact, there were Nazis out there who did betray the party and help Jews. Now, was it many? No, it was not. Um, so while, while we can't demonize the people themselves until their actions are, you know, allow for us to, if you will, demonize them. Uh, because many, many Nazis were in fact monsters. Many KKK members were monsters, um, but not all. And I believe Martin Luther King Jr. And I, I won't be able to quote this, you know, directly but he mentions about you know not being judged based off the uh color of our skin but being judged based off of our uh character and actions and while that's entirely true if for instance a person who was a member of the kkk was actually in fact helping blacks and um actually allowing them to stay in his home and things like that you know because of uh financial difficulty and so he was treating them uh, just like you would anyone else, it, it would be a different action than what his group teaches. 
just as a Nazi who's helping Jews, it would be uh, a different action than what his party teaches. And so with Muslims, it's sort of the same thing with really anyone, but especially Muslims, because um, we can have, we talk about uh, invalid ideas and invalid opinions. And I do believe that certain ideas are quite honestly invalid. The idea that blacks are inferiors to whites or that whites are superior to blacks would, I would say that's an invalid idea or invalid opinion since ideas typically are opinions. Um, just, you know, so when it comes to like, like Islam, you know, Islam is a superior religion. I think that's an invalid opinion. Uh, but they will say that, you know, it's fact because such and such the Quran says this. Well, no, again, that is solely based off of a religious idea or religious opinion. Um, the fact is, though, is that Islam does not show itself to be uh, superior in all ways. It does not show itself to be peaceful and things like that. And while there are elements in within Islam that are peaceful and there are times where people are peaceful, uh, we can't automatically just say that because, you know, this Muslim doesn't uh, in fact, actually, Indonesia is a great example. Indonesia is a perfect example of this. And Egypt, too. I mean, really, Muslims in general are a great example of this, that not every Muslim is going to try to behead you. Um, and in fact, many Muslims enjoy music, which is haram, according to Islam. Uh, but they will tell you that it's not because, you know, Islam this, Islam that. So they basically water down, create their own version, cherry pick, you know, whatever it is, but they usually have a their own version of Islam that's not actually real Islam, and they call it real Islam. And so they teach all this random stuff about Islam that doesn't even make sense or it doesn't even exist. And to, for them, it is their religion because they've made up their own religion. And therefore, their actions are not what the Ummah or the community of Muslims and what Islam teaches to do. It's not the same. And so when you judge them, uh, of course, you don't automatically demonize all Muslims, but you do um, look at their actions and their character and say, OK, well, you know. Someone like the Nazi, you know, the Nazi is helping Jews. They're not exactly a, a Nazi at that point. They're betraying it. Well, same thing with most Muslims is that they're betraying Islam. They think so, you know, they build their own version so that they're not betraying it, but they're only betraying uh they're only, if you will, betraying their their mind in that prison of saying, well, I'm not betraying Islam because Islam teaches this, when in fact they're just basically trying to be a good human and write out the parts of Islam that are not good. And it brings me to the point, though, is that if we say that, you know, opinions and stuff like that cannot be invalidated, can we say that the, that the Nazi party and its... Uh, ideology should not be invalidated? Should, should we say that the KKK ideology should not be invalidated? Uh, if we invalidate the Nazi ideology and we invalidate the KKK white uh, supremacy ideology, then we probably have to invalidate the Islamic ideology. Now, one might say, well, you know, why don't you invalidate Christianity or Judaism? And there are people who would like to invalidate those, but um, I believe it was Christopher Hitchens or 
it might have been Richard Dawkins. It might have been Richard Dawkins, um, who said, I believe it was Richard Dawkins who said uh, that the reason why he is not worried about Christianity is because Christianity won't behead you if you, you know, uh, stop believing in it. Christians will basically just say, okay, you stop believing in it. Okay, so, you know, leave the church. Uh, Islam, on the other hand, teaches beheading. That is the punishment or the penalty for uh, apostasy is either exile, exiling or beheading, uh, possibly crucifixion, but I'm not entirely sure. Uh, the reason why I'm not entirely sure is because uh, there's a couple of punishments for a few different things in Islam. But I do know that it says basically those who are of lot and those who leave the faith kill them. So typically... Uh, homosexuals and, apost and apostates should be condemned to death. That is what the that, that is Sunnah. That is what the Sirah says. Um, and most Muslims, of course, either defend that or they sort of skirt around that, or they say, "Oh no, no, that's not true," and so they make up their own version of Islam. And, you know, like in Indonesia, you know, there's Muslims who out there wear, you know, wearing hijabs and they're playing rock music and stuff like that. You know, honestly, they're just fake. They're they're basically doing because, you know, society has indoctrinated them to the point to where and, and they're also trendsetters. They're trying they're making money half the time. You know, they wear hijabs so they make money or they know that society will get upset with them if they don't and possibly kill them. So so they do this stuff that is entirely haram. Um and they make up their own schools of thoughts that really don't even exist, or primarily if they do exist, um, they exist only because they're not in the actual, the, you know, they're not in, in Saudi Arabia or they're not in uh, Egypt and places like that where it's more hardcore at times. Um, of course, they're also westernized, Egypt, Indonesia, westernized. And a lot of these countries focus on tourism and stuff like that, so they have to sort of keep a balance of secular of being secular and um and trying to keep peace between those who are conservative muslims and those who are non-muslims and those who are sort of like in between you know and there's many that are, in fact most muslims i would say are probably in between muslims they're they've been and and i'm going to say this but they've been civilized to the point um to where they understand morality and ethics and principles um, and they have, you know, compassion and a form of unconditional love and things like that. And uh, the reality is, though, is that Islam came from a savage land. If you read uh, Jean Rousset, which the social contract, uh, you, you will read about you know, uh, Muslims and Islam and things like that. And, and he did not exactly have high remark, you know, remarks for them about them. And, uh, the primary reason why is because, uh, he saw barbarity with them. And that's not to say that Muslims are of course barbarians or savages. Uh, but it does state that their religion basically does come from a form of, uh, barbarism and savagery. And the Islam today that is practiced in cases like Indonesia and sometimes Egypt and, uh, you know, depending on where you're at and stuff like that, is a, is a lesser form. It's a watered-down form of it uh, that does not 
it does not seem to do any real damage, but the indoctrination, the brainwashing, the damage that it can do on generations afterwards, the and especially Indonesia's idea of, you know, everybody's supposed to sell to worship one God, you know, there's only one God. Um, again, a uh, good question that we brought up is which one God, because they, you know, they say that the Hindus believe in one God. Well, the Hindus actually believe in over 360 gods. Um, Islam believes that it's one God is not actually the same as the Christians because the Christians have a trinity, so they worship three gods, and you know, and vice versa. The Christians will say that the Islamic God is not the same God as Yahweh. So uh, Indonesia's idea of one God, I think, is is mostly forced to to offer an alternative to the religious people and the secular people who uh, are trying you know they're trying to keep a form of balance so that no one goes around killing each other and at the same time though they have spiritual uh and and this is totally garbage okay this is this is in, in fact garbage but spiritual uh checkups you know uh, you, you can't just ask someone you know their spiritual stuff because if they have different religions you can't really base it off of you know if you're trying to base it off of different religions and stuff like that it's just it, it's a really dumb practice um, but I think it's primarily that way, a form of discrimination to prevent atheists and people like that from uh, having offices and, and holding certain jobs and stuff like that. And I think in another case, though, it also helps to discriminate against maybe perhaps Christians or um, typically not Muslims, because since Muslims are a majority there, it would be used more to discriminate against Hindus and Christians since uh, the Muslim majority population has been trying to get rid of the hindus and the christians and while that might that might not be in the minds of all muslims of course in indonesia it is in the minds of uh, at least the ones that are in power uh, and and it is the mass majority it is the mass that would be willing to kill people uh, over them saying that islam is false so of course it's not Indo that's not only Indonesia. You got Malaysia. You have Egypt. You have Saudi Arabia. You have Iran. You have uh, even Nigeria. You have um, all these different countries that are willing to to kill in the name of religion. And um, and my point is though is that there's. You know, you can teach about this, you know, oh, it's opinion and everyone's entitled to their opinion. Yes, but not all opinions are equally valid. Not all opinions are valuable. And some opinions are not even worth listening to because they're so stupid. Um, and in fact, if a person can, it's like saying, you know, if a person comes up to you and says uh, one plus one equals four. And you tell them no, it equals two. And they keep on telling you that it's four. And you keep on, you know, so you show them that it's two and they say, I don't believe that. Then they have, they have either two things or well, really two things wrong with them. Either they are completely dumb. They, they don't, they can't learn. They can't be taught or they're entirely ignorant of math and have, and they are ignorant uh, in that way. So they might be smart in other ways, but they're completely dumb or ignorant in math. Um, and so you still have to try to actually teach them math. But if they are dumb to the point to where they refuse to acknowledge it, then they are, in, in fact, stupid and possibly retarded. They have a low IQ. And um, I'm not going to say that everyone who everyone who is born into a religion is dumb or stupid or retarded or has a low IQ. 
Um, in fact, um, I think that most religious people, there are many religious people out there who are, in fact, very educated and very smart and things like that. But what you typically don't find is that they are engaging in a religion that likes uh, inbreeding and uh, child marriages and uh, beheading those who are apostates or homosexuals. Or um, you, know, you don't find most people in that type of thing unless they were born and raised in that and that's their tradition and they absolutely believe it. And at which point, most of what they are going to say is has just already been invalidated with their moral, uh, their moral ethics and um, and things like that. Because really, they are immoral people. They are they are unethical. They are um, typically sexist. They are misogynistic. They are, um, if you will, homo odious, which is to hate gays. Um, they are. Uh, they hate Christians, they hate gays, they hate Jews, they hate all these other type of people. And uh, while some of them, while many of them do not do not do the same, you know, there are many, I've, I've met many Muslims who, in fact, like Christians most of the time. They, they don't really like Jews, uh, so they do hate Jews. Um, they're all right, typically with Christians, but uh, you start to argue Islam with them and they get very heated. Um, and that's another thing, though, is that whenever you have an opinion <clears throat> and i like what someone said is that this needs to be taught in schools that opinions can be wrong your view of reality and how you choose to interpret it can be factually provably incorrect and no one should be obligated to take it seriously and i say that uh if you have an opinion you should be able to explain why you have it and i think that's so true is that if, if your opinion and your view of reality and the way you've chosen to interpret it is factually and provably incorrect, then I don't have to take it seriously. I don't even have to listen to it. I'm not entitled to, to oh, yeah, your opinion, you know, it's equally valuable. No, your opinion's trash. You can shut up. You are entirely wrong, and I'll show you why. And when you say, well, I have an opinion. Okay, well, can you explain it to me? Well, no, no, no. I'll get a scholar to, to tell you. Or, you, you, go, you know, go look it up for yourself. Or, you know, go ask a scholar. Don't don't ask me. I, I don't I can't under I can't explain it. Then your opinion is also invalidated i mean it's just it's, it's trash it's entirely trash and uh you know it, it sounds bad and i know this has gone on for quite a while of me just talking about opinions and, and stuff like that but the reality is that we have billions of people on this planet who think that everyone's opinion is equally valuable and that all cultures are equal all opinions are equal everyone's entitled to being able to just say whatever they want well the Nazi might be entitled to just say that he hates Jews and everyone else, and the KKK member might be entitled to say that he hates blacks, uh, but their opinions are invalidated, and they should be combated. They should be said, hey, no, that's actually not true, and your 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 logic is false, and explain why their logic is false, and uh, basically not, not, you know, of course, not actually fight them over it in, you know, with a, a weapon, but with words, say, hey, this is why you're wrong, and this is why your, ide your ideology needs to be shut down, why your ideology needs to be done away with, while, why it needs to be censored and things like that. In fact, you have companies like Gab, you know, they, they want to say they allow everything. While I, I, do, I do like that there are places where they don't censor every little thing, Sometimes there are people who do need to be censored. Sometimes the opinion is because here's the thing with with opinions, opinions can be thrown out and 
uh, susceptible people, vulnerable people can just, oh, yeah, you know, oh, that's true. And because they can't actually think for themselves. There are some people out there who just absolutely cannot think for themselves. And in fact, when you look at it, it's probably about 50% of the planet that cannot think for themselves. So you, if you have like 4 billion people who seriously just cannot really truly think for themselves, perhaps because they haven't been taught to think for themselves, then they will eat that stuff up. So certain opinions and certain ideas have to be sort of done away with or censored uh, to prevent uh, that from happening. But at the same time, I, I wouldn't it, – it's a dangerous ground to just go around censoring different things because that can happen to anyone. You know, what happens if someone wants to censor Christian, uh, you know, Christians for speaking on Christianity? I think that would be incorrect. But I do think that if there was an agreeable, you know, the idea that black people are inferior uh, should be, if you will, censored or at least tagged, saying this is a uh, a a post that, you know – uh, does not agree with most of society. And so people should be, you know, censorship is not a, it's not a great thing. Don't get me wrong. So I'm not exactly advocating to go around censoring Nazis and KKK members, but I am saying that we should have the opportunity to challenge them and to discuss why their views are incorrect. Um, but I, I do think that if they refuse if they basically just keep on spamming stuff, because that's the thing that you see a lot with these, if you will, trolls, they just spam it, you know, constantly, you know, they hate blacks or they hate gays, blah, blah, blah. And so they keep spamming it over and over and over. I think at that point you could censor that um, because it's an idea that they're not listening. They're not engaging in any discuss um, discussion. They're not engaging in any useful, uh, relevant manner. They're just spamming it. And I think that, yes, they, they could be censored. Uh but uh, to to censor them right off, it's like if a Muslim country was automatically to censor me simply because I said that I I don't agree with Islam, and that I think it's a bad ideology, uh, I think that would be unfair uh, to censor me simply because their society does not agree with me. Well, the reality is though is uh, that at that point uh, they haven't given me a fair discussion and uh, they haven't actually provided proof or anything like that. If the Nazi could provide proof that you know, Jews should be killed, and if the KKK member should, you know, could provide proof that blacks were inferior, uh, which none of them can, then uh, it would be more open to a discussion where we could actually discuss back and forth and hopefully prove them wrong on their on their little proofs, you know, that they would provide. But with like Islam, you know, it's just simply just you know ban the Christians or ban anything that would be considered blasphemy or ban anything that uh, might be taken to you know as offense. So uh, there are. There's so many injustices, and uh, you know, again, you know, not censoring is not the, not the way to do it. But discussion is, and uh, standing up for yourself, standing up for your culture, your traditions, and and you know, in a lot of Islamic countries, the the culture is not actually Islamic. The culture is actually something different that has been, uh, stomped on, and, you know, tread over with Islam. So. You know, stand up for your country, stand up for your culture, stand up for your traditions, stand up for your beliefs, but um, don't let a, bi a bad, a bad ideology, uh, don't let a bad ideology overtake all of that. Don't over, don't let it overtake the good things. Uh, you have to defend yourself. You have to stand up for yourselves, and you have to uh, say, hey, you know, your your opinion is not actually as valid as mine because. 
I have the proof. You don't. I have the evidence. You don't. I have the history. You don't. You know, you just have basically people making up stuff or or maybe perhaps even you're making up stuff. And so uh, you have to combat their, their views and things like that with the actual proof and the actual evidence. Um, you know, so don't automatically just invalidate someone's opinion, but also if their opinion is invalid then make sure you invalidate it with the valid opinion. Make it sure you invalidate it with valid facts and evidence and proof and history and things like that. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. It's been a long episode and almost 30 minutes, but I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be able to, to talk about this. And uh, like I said, hopefully I'll be able to continue doing this. Uh, yeah, as I said before, I started in class with uh, UI UX. So sort of changing up the the job scene since uh well you know how it is you know with covid and the job losses and all that type of stuff the economy it's it's been a little uh trying of times but um i definitely hope to uh like i said get back into to podcasting and doing some more of this research providing you know facts and tips and historical you know events and things like that for you guys and uh hopefully guys you keep you know tuning in and uh like i said thanks again for tuning in and see you next time